On tonight's show, we're going over Azuki's new release and are Solana NFTs dead? Let's go. Welcome in NFT Night Shift. I'm JP Kaz. We've got Phonics, Shane, and Mizzle tonight. Maybe or maybe not. TJ, we'll have to we'll have to see. So, uh, but we got a lot to talk about. It was a kind of a busy weekend. We've got some announcements. We've got uh, all kinds of stuff really going on. We, we could probably go like several hours, but we're gonna cut it right at one one hour. <laughs> so. But let's uh, let's maybe start with some Azuki news. Um, they released something. I I am I, I don't know. Is it cool? I don't know what it is yet. I don't really understand. Does somebody want to break I'll pull it, it down? Okay. Do you want to watch the video? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's jump right into it. The line between digital and physical is blurring. And at Chiru Labs, this intersection is our playground. We've been experimenting with something dope, and it starts with the bean chip. Is that a cryptographic chip that enables an experience we like to call (laughs) scan (laughs) to own? Use your phone to scan the chip to mint or claim a new kind of token. This is where the magic happens. Introducing the physical backed token. It says a new Alex. standard that ties a digital token to a physical item. It does. <laughs> For the first time ever, PBT enables decentralized authentication and tracking of the full ownership lineage of physical items, all completely on-chain and without a centralized server. PBT sets the foundation for new experiences and storytelling. As a holder, you can build a collection that captures both the digital and physical worlds, trade authenticated items, or participate in real-life quests. On October 21st, Azuki is launching our first physical drop with PBTs, a series of nine golden skateboards tied to the Azuki story. And yes, they're completely plated in 24-karat gold. Now, this is just the tip of the iceberg for the new types of experiences that are possible with this technology. The PBT standard is open source and available to the entire community starting today. So let's build the future of Web3 together. Hmm. So what is it? <laughs> it's a NFT tag of some sort? Golden skateboard, bro. Oh, yeah. The skateboard's gonna weigh. The skateboard's gonna weigh forty-five pounds, FYI. But anyway, continue. Um. So, I put like a little general overview. I was reading a GitHub about it. Um. Each NFT is linked to a physical chip. That little bing thing they show. Um. The NF. The NFT can only be transferred to a different owner if a signature from the chip is supplied to the contract. So, kind of in just some basic terms, I think when there's a mint, there will be one side NFT and then that little chip is going to be like the other half of the crypto, the crypt, whatever signature. Um, yeah. I think it basically links to private keys almost. Um, 
and it guarantees that the token cannot be transferred without consent from the owner. I think it's really cool tech. Um, implementation is going to be a little weird at first, a little clunky, but I don't know. I, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty legit. So, Mizzle, quick question: If I say I have an Azuki and I want to sell it, mm-hmm. do I have to like what changes? Like versus just being on OpenSea and selling it, uh, you know, like this whole like thumbprint thing. Like, explain that if you can. So, so it looks like from what I've seen, and they they still need to release uh, a little bit better information around it. But from what I've seen, um, based off that video, is that if you scan the physical good, it changes the metadata on your NFT as well, or it can. Um, I don't know. There, there's. They, they need to release just a little bit more information about how they plan to implement it, but it could be pretty cool. Like if it works out good, you could probably see like Nike or somebody else that has a, a physical inventory somewhere really uh, hone in on this. Honestly, I mean, without even understanding the mechanics of it, just watching that video, so bullish honestly i don't understand i don't even know like i don't even get it and i think it's that cool um I, it just seems like it's maybe what they've been working towards a little bit for a while um i don't know it, Shane, you anything well here's my question is how are you going to sell it like what if you yeah. want to sell the nft or the skateboard and you have to scan the like little bean thing to sell either of them from my understanding so um, you know, I've been seeing people say these skateboards are about to go for like 100 ETH each at least um, for wow. the, during the auction. Wow. So, yeah, I, that's that's more of what I'm confused about. It's kind of how that works. I guess there's just you're not selling it on secondary or. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, well, no, my question is I didn't like, either. One of my questions is these little beans. I wonder how expensive that is to, you know, to implement. Like how many of these things are they planning on? pushing out in the near future. I think they said they're partnered with Kongs or whatever. I think that's like the manufacturer of those little chips, but I wonder uh, how do you plan to implement that into a 10K collection? Well, I mean, right now they're starting with nine with the skateboards, so we'll see how it kind of plays out. And if they sell nine damn skateboards for 100 ETH each, they'll have plenty of money in their war chest to (laughs) be able to make some microchips with. Yep. So in case anybody hasn't been paying attention this morning before this announcement, Azuki floor was around, I want to say like 9 to 9.1. Mm-hmm. Up, uh, let's see. I want to say like 11, almost 12, I believe. Oh, no. Well, I really liked 11. Yeah. Um, man, just looking through some of these. They, this art is so good. Like I wish I would have, you know, I was in Azuki early, but I wish I would have got like, you know, bought like three or four pre-reveal because if you rolled a rare you are sitting like really nice right now mm-hmm. like just all these 100 ETH sales it's crazy there was a there was another 150 ETH sell earlier today right after the announcement on one of the spirits wow nice. yeah i mean i gotta imagine like this announcement's definitely bullish uh just not even just for the short term but like what they're planning to build you know they're kind of just trying to exactly. like uh think outside the box some create some new stuff that nobody's even like talked about before um so yeah i mean i know zagabon has his checkered past but you know good for them i guess i mean i know you know that's like the holders that have been into azuki and are like the diehard like loyal fans 
they didn't ask for Zagabond to for that whole rug thing. You know, like there's some like pretty crazy communities and you know, there's some good people like involved in this. So, you know, I'm happy to see the people that I've been holding. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see uh it work out. So would you say that the Azuki team has probably pushed some of the best tech out in the NFT space? Are they are they the number one as far as tech side right now? Can we name anybody better? I mean, this I, hasn't worked yet. You know, like this is just an announcement. It's yeah, not touche. working. And so. I would definitely put them up there, though. I mean, they've they've done some crazy good stuff. Uh, another, I would put probably if I was saying like a top three, no order would be the Zuki team, like the Nuclear Nerd team, and then like Mouse yeah. Dev would probably be like yeah. my top three. That's a nice top three. It's cool, man. I mean, we. <laughs> We were chatting back and forth in the the war room earlier. I I think it was like three months ago where we said, I don't know if it was me or if it was you, Shane. Somebody, one of us said, Zuki was a buy at like seven. Mm, I think you and, were talking about buying one at seven, like yeah. Soldier Moonbird. Yeah, and man, I don't know. I the the more I the more I like think about this, and the more I see what they're doing, and how the Zagabond thing doesn't even, I mean, doesn't even matter. I mean, maybe to some people it does, but on the large scale, mm-hmm. not, not, a, not even an issue. I, I'm kind of over it. I mean, dude mm-hmm. did what Same. he did and, and it's kind of, kind of what it is. And I think this is just, uh, th- this is blue chip number two at some point, in my opinion for a PFP so, project. So correct me if I'm wrong, but there hasn't been a funding announcement for Zuki yet. Right? No, that's nope. still just, like large teased. scale mm-hmm. okay because that's like still like a hurdle that i'm struggling with is like for them to get up to like board ape levels i feel like zagabond would have to get bought out and i know we talked about this on the show before but it's just hard for me to imagine like them getting like large scale investments with zagabond's history you know I mean, I just, I don't know. Like, I just don't see it being as big of an issue as what it's been made into. Like, especially, he paid those communities back. He paid them the money. Like, I know he did shitty stuff, but I just don't know if that's actually going to be enough to stop people from wanting to invest into Zuki itself. It's like I said earlier in the war room. Like, you don't know how many CEOs of companies or how many high up people have done shitty stuff that either A, people just don't know about, or B, people do know about and have covered it up and hid it and stuff. I bet Jeff Bezos is. Just- has pretended to be a girl more than one time. That's <laughs> right. Well, it's funny we're talking about this because I want to share this uh, tweet here from earlier. I actually had it pulled up to share when we were talking about this. But when you start seeing stuff like this from, you know, big people in the space, like Kevin Wu is a, a pretty big person in the space, like straight up just calling it out right here. Like can't he bought in, can't deny that it's a top tier product and the brand, no matter what Zagabond's past this, so. You know, I always wondered, I'm kind of embarrassed to ask, but what does IKZ stand for? That's oh, like I, the Izuki I, I don't know. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't what it actually stands for. Don't feel bad, bro. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> we can make something up. <laughs> I know Zagabond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Go. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's cool, man. I'm... I'm kind of bummed I don't have one. I'm, I'm getting pretty, uh, feeling a little bit of Azuki FOMO, to be honest. So, um, anyway. So, okay. So, 
bullish about this tech is it makes it harder for you to get like uh fished or your nfts to get stolen because it's just another layer um bearish what, what's bearish about it uh it could be a pain in the ass to deal with yeah just scaling yeah you i don't know, know how to scale it implementation so, yeah uh, i mean I what if they you know, i was gonna say they could they could spin this into like a whole almost like a quasi web two company where they maybe they yeah. they get into the chip business you never know i mean there's yeah. there's yeah. some so, possibilities there so I, I think it really does have mass appeal like if this thing if this thing's like legit what nft project doesn't want to use that it seems like one of the major pillars of a lot is merchandise um so that that could really take the experience I, and i think they say it's digital storytelling as well digital meets the physical yeah Pretty yeah, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just shout out our our uh, our buddy, the apparel guy. Shit, James Costa. James Costa, uh, who has, I, th- I think he's got something to where there's going to be like chips of some sort inside his clothing. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, interesting. Uh, James Azuki just front ran you a little bit. You gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you have to get on that. So, now pretty cool though. I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of pumped to see where it goes. So. Um, let's see. Should we move on? Should we see if our Solana NFT is dead or not, Shane? Uh, well, real quick to, to wrap okay. it up and, you know, for okay. Azuki, what do we think, uh, you know, short-term price action, like a month from now, like, you know, a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, what do you guys think? Um, no news. I think it's trans this range between nine and 11. They mess around and talk about some funding. I think it shoots straight to 15. Yeah, I guess twenty. Make it rip. I guess twenty, 20. plus by the end of the year. I was gonna say. Yeah, I, I was gonna say by Christmas twenty. Um, um, hopefully that's that. hopefully that sticks, uh, so we can make a TikTok video about it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I mean, like, all right. So, like, the Dow, for instance, or say, like, you know, we were involved in like another fund or something. Like, if you had money on hand, do you think that it's a buy at eleven? Is what I'm asking. I so, yeah. I think it's a buy, but I don't think it's a buy right now at eleven Agreed. because it yeah. just got done pumping. Um, oh my god, dude, the floor is already at eleven point seven three again. Oh. Um, but I definitely think you start getting back in that ten and a half range at a hundred percent as a buy because I just don't see it going much under ten anymore. Right. And I was reading something about it earlier. So there's only there's eight percent listed, but I think. I forget what the exact percentage was, but it's like four or five percent of that was pretty much like meme bid listings. So if you right, take out yeah, like, uh, D Farmer had a tweet about that. Maybe that's what uh, I read about it. Yeah, most of the yeah, it's like more than half of the ones listed are like ridiculous amounts. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really count. The right. DJN Dow won't won't have an Azuki in it anytime soon. I don't think we could pass a vote on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So anyway. Cool. Any last thoughts on Azuki before we move on? Um, before we pivot into Solo, I was going to say, I guess this is kind of, in a way, kind of tied to his, uh, Azuki, is this whole Valhalla thing. I know we touched on it before, but the bidding process has closed. I got a couple bids in. Um, I'm starting to think that, like, just by reading through all, like, the tweet threads and everything they have, I'm starting to think, like, this might have a mid price of, like, 1 to 2 ETH. Like wow. 0.25 is going to be the pre-sale. Like they even said it's the pre-sale price is going to be a, a discounted price. 
So interesting. You know, like Azuki minted at two ETH. You know, and what was ETH at? Like four K. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. and Valhalla is kind of like Azuki, but it's like more like gaming focused. Like they're partnered with some esports teams and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like this pre-sale thing, I think it might work out if if we end up getting it. Yeah. Remember how three landers yeah. min- minted? Three landers was similar. Uh-huh. They had like a point two five for yeah. the early, and then point seven five for public or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, so, but have you seen how the lockup period works? I was actually reading into it. So yeah. it's like an allotment. So how many ever you win from your bids, it unlocks like thirty three percent each month for the first three months. So say you win nine NFTs in the pre-sale, you can only sell three the first month. You can sell, you can't even transfer them. You can only sell or transfer three the first month, sell or transfer three the second month, and then the third month. So it should create a little bit of a supply shock in the beginning as well, but it's only 500 NFTs. Yeah. So uh, is Phonics not going to be able to transfer me my NFT? Well, all right, so I, I don't know if I said this to you, but everybody that uh, I put bids in for, I basically said, look, here's how we're going to do it the most fair way is just put everyone's name in a randomizer. And then, you know, it's like the fir- whoever gets first gets to get out the first month. And, you know, so um, yeah. yeah, it's the most yeah, fair way to good. do it. Yep. What did you end up bidding, Phonics? Because I saw a, mon- a bunch of people max bid it on all 25. Yeah, I only bid on, let's see, what's 1.5? That's six six so yeah i i mean like when i put the bid in i was just like i don't even know like uh you know like i was unsure about it but like after it closed and i saw all these people talking about it and i saw some of the names that were like max bidding um and then reading through the tweets and everything i've gotten significantly more bullish on the whole thing cool it's good to have uh good to have friends in nft land <laughs> can you imagine trying to do this on your own no struggle wrecked. so i honestly so, i was thinking about this the other day like we were talking about um somebody posted something in the war room it might have been ujp about that australian uh group a grouper i don't know exactly what it was um, but basically i started thinking like most people that have like got into nfts and left probably weren't involved in any sort of like community or group or anything like that because you just can't survive you know like you won't make it long term without having like a group think of people and like this is a good transition into talking about dgen is like you know there's still nfts available you can join our community there's a lot of sharp people in there um yeah it's just like the value is just so much you can't even put a price on it really in my opinion 100 percent I did sell both of mine that I had listed to let people in. Hap was one of them. Nice. Uh, I can't remember the other one. So, cool. Let's uh, let's talk about how uh, Solana NFTs are dying real quick. So, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> it's been a, right. it's been a straight death spiral lately, man. I saw a perfect tweet that described the whole situation and how we've got here. So basically, you had a bunch of outsiders coming in by the Pico top of dust, ride it to the bottom, sell it at the bottom for like 300 bucks, be able to still degen that into a bunch of random NFTs that have done nothing but drop by like 50% since then. So not only did Magic Eden send royalties to zero, but they sent the whole blockchain to zero. So uh, the alphas go to Cardano from what I've heard. 
Nice. <laughs> that doesn't sound like alpha at all. <laughs> no, honestly, like there's been some volume in Cardano NFTs like the last couple of days. It's pretty crazy. So current DGOTS floor 232 and mints at Ooh. or uh, Ute, Ute's at 95, 94.49. So Rough, that's man. a significantly different ratio than it was before, right? Wasn't Utes like was... one quarter of a D God before? D Gods were four hundred before the whole zero royalties, right. which makes no sense to me. Like, I don't physically understand how like a lot of people in NFTs brains work. Like, they're the royalties puts more money back in their pockets, and yet they got right. so offended over it, they started just dumping D Gods. Yeah. It makes zero sense. The D Gods floor is actually fairly thick too i mean there's a like probably 20 30 up to 260 something like that so anyway has anything else at all been like doing anything over there or is it just dead dead everything down like 50 percent missile you remember those so deads you asked me about it like 40 soul yeah they're at 10 yeah yeah, even Sheesh. like the good stuff, like that had potential, like ABC, um, those little critter things that I bought a couple of, uh, you yep. know, like anything, it's all down. Literally yeah. everything across the board just down. So, and Crazy. the coins down. So not you're losing money yeah. on both sides of it. All the way across. Yeah, I mean, how how is this zero? royalties thing gonna play out i don't even they they have no choice in my opinion um there's too many marketplaces doing it um i don't think they have the market share that open c open c does over there um i think open c can still survive you mm-hmm. know doing it just because of the ease of use on ethereum but there's a bunch of amms popping up over there that people prefer over that yeah I just still don't get it. Everybody wants to be traders and make so much money trading NFTs, and they worked so hard to circumvent royalties for so long, and now it's all of a sudden like everybody's – well, I guess I can't talk about you, JP, but everybody's magically a creator now. Um, yeah. <laughs> up in arms about the creator fees. I, I still just don't personally get it. You cannot buy mine on that on Magic Eden. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think. So that's. Oh, good. Go I was just gonna. Go I was just gonna say. I think the the. I don't know. I feel like the issue is. Is there's not a lot of hope for stuff that doesn't have like a good roadmap. Like actually has like stuff planned to generate revenue. Because if they're not making royalties. And there's nothing else coming. I mean, a project's basically dead. Think of like a subdux. I mean, or like a cool mads or something like that. That's. They're they're kind of at the end of the roadmap, and nothing really else is planned. Royalties are dried up. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just it's just kind of bearish for some of these projects that don't have another way to create revenue and continue to make their PFPs worth anything. That's my thought. I mean, here's my argument about it: is that 99% of NFTs are going to go to zero anyway, and we're just watching it play out in real time because. At the end of the day, zero percent of royalties of zero percent of sales is still zero percent. So, so like, yeah, exactly. you know, a lot of Chart these NFT math. projects aren't weren't didn't have anything planned anyway. They were just taking money out of the ecosystem, and yep. you know now they're just going to die a little quicker. So I think we see a couple more of these. Uh, what were those ducks called the other day? 
down Bad down market, market duck. Down yeah. market duck. So for anybody who was on, wasn't aware, they had something in the contract where you can't sell that on like X2Y2 or uh, exchanges with no royalties. Yep. So you basically don't really technically own the NFT in a way. You know, if they can control where and when you can sell it and they can revoke those permissions from you, like, you know, like that's a trend that is popping a little bit and i could see like more projects like implementing that but it's not going to go anywhere like at the end of the day people want full ownership of their tokens their you know anything crypto related two things one i said that to mizzle earlier in the group chat that like it's only decentralized when it's convenient for other people and two i don't want people listening thinking i'm talking about like royalties for like artists like one of one artist stuff like that but like all these degen plays like Ute Yacht Club did 1,700 in ETH secondary, and I think they had 10% royalties, and they full full rug today. Just disappeared. So, yep. So I mean, like projects like that, like are not people that need to be collecting that much royalties out of the ecosystem. Exactly. If it's Doodles, Board Apes, something like that, I think it goes over easier. But if you just launched two or three days ago, why are you so thirsty for royalties out the gate? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was free. That, I mean, that might have been the case, and they needed that revenue model. Um, but still, it's going to be interesting seeing how people innovate because once once we see when that hits, I think there's going to be a, that meta is really going to pop, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Does uh, Does Frank know that the Utes Yacht Club art is available, <laughs> or no? <laughs> I don't know. I should pop in the Discord and let him know. <laughs> Yeah, I it for it's it's forcing these uh these projects to do something. I kind of like that side of it. So um, maybe it's just going to clean up a lot of the trash. But anyway, oh my God, Mike Williams caught a ball. Can't believe it. No way. Oh man, I'll pick to myself. Why in the hell are we throwing it? <laughs> so let me pull up this chart real quick. I just want to uh, show you guys this. So there was a bullish uh, announcement from Wolf Game about an hour ago. Uh, Wool is definitely pumping off that news. But uh, oh, nice. yeah, oh. so look at this fat ass candle. Um, to the right, yeah. Baby. So yeah, but uh, so basically, what it is is like the final stage of Alpha Game is happening, and. Um, so like for whatever animals you own like for me i own two sheep and i can stake up to a certain amount per animal like obviously with wolves it's higher and uh they'll match whatever you stake like if you put it in now and stake it up until the end of alpha game they're gonna match it so it's pretty cool and it's liquid wool too it's not in a, a pouch so you know, it's pretty nice. Uh, you know, like that's the whole thing is like you got to have your animals staked in order to get this. So I don't know what the amount listed is right now, but I'm sure it's going to go down as people, you know, like they don't want to sell their style on that, like wool, stimmy. So, so, so finance with Wolfgang stuff, I'm not really familiar with the community, but if they're getting double, do you think people are just going to dump because of this meta that we're in right now? I'm not really sure the use case of wolves, so maybe I'm missing something there. So you're going to need – the full game's coming out soon. And the the dude Shep, uh, the shepherd, whatever you want to call it, like the, the main guy, 
he always has like he he's like playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers like he's thinking like three steps ahead and um i'm sure there's like stuff set up for the full game like ways to like spend your wool uh there's also you can use it to buy merch obviously but um yeah so not only can you get like one-to-one -one of what you stake with wool also like a group like a community uh prize pool out there too like the top group will get nine million wool second place group gets seven million wool so yeah like it's they always have something set up for like the next wave you know and like that's one thing i really like is they plan ahead and it's always a surprise it's always like something innovative um so yeah i mean i'm getting excited like i've been staking my sheep and my wool for like shit like nine months now it feels like so yeah, it's coming to an end this is the the greatest ponzi of all time mm -hmm. yeah it is <laughs> it really it is. is just keeps going the sad awesome. thing is, is like I just like see it, and I remember like when it happened. And I missed Wolf Game, so instead of spending some decent money on Wolf Game, I like pumped it into all the other Ponzi's that came after yep. it that all crashed Same. and failed. And like I'm like, man, the amount of sh like stuff I could have bought in Wolf Game compared to how much I lost in those Ponzi's, and I'm like, I'm kicking myself in the ass. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like I've I've been having my eye on like buying like an actual Wolf. Since they were like 1.5 ETH or 2 ETH, you know, like when sheep were like 0.2. And I just never mm -hmm. pulled the trigger. And now I think wolves, like the basic floor wolf is like 10 ETH. It's crazy. I'm so glad I spent like probably about one and a half, two ETH on lions and zebras game. And then they rugged like two days later <laughs> after they got done sleeping. So yeah, that, that makes me feel good. I was, I was about to bring up lions and zebras. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I went balls to the walls in that game, and hooey. I'm glad that meta's over, man. There was bear game, there was whale game, there was there's so many games. And Here's just... the thing: is they all had nice pumps except for lion and zebra game. I picked the only Ponzi <laughs> yeah. that didn't work. I think Chamber went pretty heavy in that one too, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Wasn't he in that with you? Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. Uh, Bunchy was wolf game whale yeah. there for a while, man, and. Mm -hmm. Sold it all. Pain. Cool. I mean, imagine if he kept all his wolf game stuff and didn't buy all that cool monks stuff. That's you right. Yeah. I think he had what twenty eight sheep. I think. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. It's tough, man. I just I'm I'm like I've been doing this for like a year and a half. I'm just amazed at how bad I am at it. Still, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Like like those lumens things. Like I I created like this massive wall of lumens at like point oh eight or point zero zero eight, and it took like a week to get through another point oh four. And it's like okay, <laughs> you know they they were at point oh seven this morning. They I ran saw that point oh seven. Yeah. So Stupid. let me ask you something from a trading standpoint, JP, uh, and maybe this can like apply to some newer traders out there, but like. When you saw Lumens on Icy Tools or whatever, you know, Market Watcher you use, what made you decide, okay, I'm going to put some money into this one? You just saw the volume on it or, you know, what was it that triggered? Yeah, it's usually volume. And, like, if I – so if it's under, like, a .02-ish level and I, like, look at it and the Twitter's legit, the team is legit, the website is legit, then I'm usually okay kind of going hard on it. But these – 
these lumens like tank to like point zero zero three or something like that. So I was like, yep. I was like done. And yeah, I, I don't know. What'd you buy in at like point oh five, point oh six? Oh no, I wasn't that high. I was, I, I had all mine under point oh one. So I, I, I came out like break even. Like I didn't lose money on it. It just sucks that it's way higher than where I bought. So yeah, um, I kind of have like throughout the day, I kind of have icy tools always kind of up in the background a little bit and mm-hmm. checking it fairly regularly. But because like for me, uh, and I know some other people struggle with this too, is like you'll see something that might have some potential, but you don't want to like go too hard on it. So you'll buy like two time. or three, you know, like I, I need to get into the habit of like having more conviction and be like, okay, this looks good. It has room to two X and buy like 10 or 12, like right away instead of like see, buying a couple and then waiting. And and I think I'm on like the other end of it. Like I see something and I've got like the conviction to buy and then it, I'm still in that mode. Like it doesn't pump like two days into it. And I'm like, I'm right. done. It's like, yeah. My, my my hidden folder is so full of stuff that I held for like one day too long, and yeah. I just I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess know, you got to be ready for it to go either way, you know. Yeah. On my side of things, I'll have that conviction, and then the next day I'll see the art was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Or you'll get the conviction at the top, like a Ringo box, and wreck everybody. Oh man, story of my life. <laughs> Well, like, all right, so a good example is, like, that one tonight at the Moths. Uh, you guys all got into that, right? Yeah, I got a couple. I didn't. I'm late to the pump. So, saw it. do you buy, like, right mints out, or did you mint, or, like, what? how did you do it? So, I, I didn't, I wasn't on the list, so I didn't mint. Um, but I saw it cook a little bit. I got two at .055. I, mean, I always look at it like almost a good sign where you can't get a transaction through. That yeah. I'm bullish on not being able to like to sweep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I tried to sweep like five, and I ended up getting two, and I just left it at two. So um, I don't know. And Shane, you made it some, right? Yeah, I had whitelist for it. It was a shit show trying to get it to mint, um, but I finally got my transaction through. And then, you know, it sold out instantly. It sold out in like under six or under thirty seconds. It had really good, unique ownership, and then I mean, it just started ripping. So I ended up buying. A second at like 0.05 right after min out. And one thing I do when I'm trading, especially on like something that has a lot of activity like that, is I watch on like Jim or today I was using Blur to watch how many transactions are triggering on the floor. Because like you start seeing NFTs with three or four transactions, like five deep across the floor, you know it's yep. going to keep moving up. Because as it fails, yep. they, people just keep FOMOing back in. So ended up buying one at 0.05 again and then bought a third one at the top at 0.11. Um, but so my cost average isn't bad and they actually recovered some they're back they're holding like 0.08 right now and a lot of the rares are selling pretty decent levels so yeah and there's still like way more to this you know like there's quick news like tomorrow they start the staking you know like that's the whole thing is like you gotta keep people entertained like quick you can't have like a five day reveal period where nothing's happening you know you want to like the next step to like kick in right at like day after day. You don't want to keep people mm-hmm. waiting like stagnant. And it's pretty cool. Like that they actually bought that mutant to give away and stuff. It, it almost feels like this is a, a knockoff of potatoes and MVP and stuff. I mean, like with yeah. all the different traits, the way it's set up, the staking. So yeah, if I can sell one and get out with my money back and then keep two and free roll it, that's what I'll probably try to do. 
Nice. I've noticed too. I've had some luck like getting into, like the top trending one is always. It's either like people are dumping it and trying to get out, or it's something that's pumping a little bit. Like if you kind of pick something in the middle of the list on IC Tools, it's got some volume and looks decent. I've had some luck doing that too. But. Mm-hmm. So another one's Niolings. I, you know, for me, like I see that I'm just like, oh, another project. Like, you know, it, it doesn't really like stand out to me. I wouldn't have bought any, but some people did, and it yeah. did well for some people. You know, so I bought a bag of those at point oh three, and I was so the, the NFT Night Shift has a TikTok thing with zero videos on it. I don't know. If <laughs> I was thinking about putting one up. Like I even like recorded it and my editing skills just suck. So I just bagged it. So I was like, but I bought, I bought a bag at like 0.03 posted in somewhere. I can't remember if it was on the war room or Twitter or somewhere, but, but yeah, I mean it, and they're ones that are like fudding themselves. Like it almost like a joke to them. Like their, their discord's kind of a, kind of just a big, I don't know. It's just kind of funny to hang out in there a little bit, but yeah, I've got still got a bag of those. I think they look pretty cool, <laughs> but I can see where that's not the case for some. I mean, they're okay. They just didn't really like stand out to me as like anything new or you know special. But yeah, for sure. What caused them to run? run? I mean, they were like point one seven earlier. Yeah. Um, influencer tweet mm. that i put out oh. no, I, <laughs> I, have, I have no idea I have no clue why they're running i did see a lot of ranga people posting about them the ranga people are they're they're bringing the bringing the heat they got some paper hands those ranga people they do <sighs> so. what else uh, have you guys been watching anything cool um i just bought something live on air Nice. Uh, that counts for anything. So it's definitely stolen art. It's about to go zero in the next 15 minutes or so. Um, on icy, there, there's something called running. And I, I, I kind of like, yeah. like the traits on these. So I just, just bought a bag of them. Dude, there's only a thousand of them. I think I bought like 10. Oh, shit. Nice. Well. Let's go, baby. Now, are these revealed? Oh, okay. I see. Somewhere yeah. revealed somewhere. I just bought a joker one that's running. Oh, nice. Cool. Sometimes he's got to throw uh, a lot of darts, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Shotgun so, approach, baby. No. But I, I also saw another tweet today that kind of like hit home because this has happened to me a little bit recently. It's like they were saying like you can lose more money just taking .02 buys over and over that just like whiff and go to zero versus like buying into like a half-decent project. Um, you know, like, like I got hit hard on those animal bowls. I think I lost like two ETH on them. And, and then there was like a couple other things I bought around the same time where I just felt like just the worst trader because everything I bought was like going down in price. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you just got to make the right bets on the right projects. There's a little bit of luck, I'm sure, you know, for sure. I mean, definitely a lot of luck because you're relying on, you know, usually six to 9,000 other people not to dump on you. Right. So, Well, just look at Genuine, genuine Undead's at 0.75. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, and what's the deal with that? I don't know. Why man. is that running? No idea. Uh, people people so. just like it. Well, I mean, the community's kind of crazy, um, like really strong in the Discord, like whatever you want to say about that. I'm 
I left the Discord as soon as that they started pumping because I was salty. Um, but the, people love that pixel art, and like they they say it's some of the best pixel art they've seen. And I forget it, the twenty four by twenty four that they use is like real unique. So see, yeah. and I I don't know. Like I was in profit, so I ditched them, like I do with most things. But it's like my my, my hidden folder is just like a graveyard of pixelated nonsense. Like I there's so much in there. It's like. <sighs> There's, I have no way of knowing which if it's pixelated it's like a coin flip for me I have no clue so, but there is no good pixelated art book it the craziest thing about the genuine undead is it's like pumped and died at least five times now like that's yeah. something that we don't see in NFTs very often and the fact that it's ran to like because it started went to like point one and then back to point oh one and then to point three and then back to point oh five so that's what's been the most impressive about it. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, pain. Um, let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Phonics, you want to give us uh, give us your thoughts on one year of doodles? Give it yeah, five minutes of time. I mean, yeah, there's not really too much to talk about. Um, you know, they Poopy Cat had a little thread, just like thank you. You know, like can't really do anything. Like again, um, in the Discord, you know, if anybody has access to that Discord, I suggest you enter one of these giveaways. They're doing like five or six giveaways for like signed prints from, uh, like physical prints from uh, Bert Toast, um, and then they're also giving away some of those figures. Um, I don't know if I showed those figures actually. I'll do it next show because I got them all boxed up. But I got two of these doodle figures. They're like physical vinyl figures. They're like they're pretty big, man um and yeah they're cool like and they're giving a couple of those away too i think there's only a thousand each of the physical uh vinyl figures and then you know probably way less on the signed prints so you know that's all free it's you know just giving it away to people um but yeah we're still waiting on like doodles 2 news and like duplicator news and all that stuff so nice uh, i have a question oh. yeah no go go ahead shane do you like my one of one uh, doodle collab that I'm uh, supporting behind me for their birthday? Yeah, <laughs> love it. Made by a great legendary artist. In case anybody was curious, so. legendary. Now, so that background that reminds me of like a Looney Tunes like mm -hmm. exit background. You know, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yep. Nice. I like to think that he's like uh, vomiting that rainbow into the circle. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good one. I'm curious uh, what you told Dolly that you wanted for that one. Rainbow puke samurai. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> something that made me made me chuckle. Um, cool. So one thing I wanted to hit on with you guys and just get some takes on this is I know we've hit on this before too, but like we're due so many airdrops. Uh, what made me think about this was Shane talking about the Arbitrum one earlier, and then mm -hmm. you know I was talking about the Blur one because Blur put out a tweet today, basically like confirming like there's a Blur token mm -hmm. coming. Um, so yeah, if anybody has beta access, use it, you know, because chances are the more you use it, the more you get. Who knows? But um, you know, Arbitrum is another one. Um, did you get a lot of details on that, or maybe Mizzle, you know about that? One of you guys could give us the the breakdown on that one yeah so um they they haven't officially announced the token just yet um so because of that 
it's all speculation. Most at this people, point. yeah, but most people like think it's coming, and it's like, yeah, of course, like if you had to give it a chance, like a percentage chance, it's probably like ninety five percent going to happen, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I follow them on Twitter, and anytime they're talking about Odyssey or challenges, that's probably going to be the way to maximize your tokens. Um, they had they had one a while back. All you had to do was, um, I think, use the hop the hop bridge and send over some aid and send it back or something like that. Um, so I think there was supposed to be like a total of ten, and each time you did one, you was like airdropped an nft so i think i think those was going to play into the airdrop somehow uh at the time i, I still have one of them um but i'm not really sure what they plan on doing no but no. you can still you can still do other like tasks to qualify for yeah i mean you, you can probably like do just like little small stuff like you probably go over there and use a dap over there or buy something on Magic, if it's still around, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, just just, just I remember, stuff like that. Because Shane, you were saying earlier that you heard that uh, it might be um, <laughs> yelling at a dog. <laughs> uh, Shane was saying earlier that he thought it might be uh, similar to the ENS airdrop, or maybe it was Uniswap, but like one of those big airdrops. Um, maybe got some alpha about that. Yeah, sorry, I was yelling at my dog. He started going nuts if you guys couldn't hear him. Um, but uh, that's what I heard from a couple, you know, gigabrains, was that they were saying that the Arb airdrop might end up being as big as the ENS airdrop was, um, which, I mean, the ENS airdrop was an absolute cook. It was like $44 a coin there for a while. So the people yeah. that got it, like, that was what really started and triggered the first NFT bull run. Uh, I shouldn't say first, yeah. but, like, the heavy one there. Um, so... You know, if this airdrop even came in anywhere close to that, we might see a, a super nice stimmy. And then once you get a big one like that and other airdrops know that they're not going to be just a liquidity event, that's when you'll see a few of them rolling. Because it was like right after the NS airdrop, we started getting looks rare, X2Y2, SOS, yep. all of those. So, Dude, honestly, if you pulled up a chart of like NFT volume from the last year, I guarantee you could pinpoint every single spike to mm -hmm. an airdrop. Whether it was ENS was like one of the first ones. And then uh, the looks rare X, um, X2Y2 and SOS drops around Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, there was like huge volume around Christmas. And then the ape coin drop, you know, mm -hmm. even though you had to have uh, a board ape or whatever to get that, you know, that basically like triggered, you know, a lot of going into that um, other side mint. So, mm -hmm. you know, airdrops definitely equal volume in the NFT market. And one thing that has me kind of thinking about this is, we know there's a genie airdrop. We know there's a blur airdrop. We know there's a, you know, we're almost sure there's an Arbitrum airdrop. Like there's some that are set up waiting. And I'm just thinking like maybe when one like takes a chance and goes, maybe a couple others follow and we mm -hmm. see like a huge spike for like a couple weeks. Would be awesome to see. And I'm telling you, there's a mask airdrop coming. Like yeah. sometime there is, I know it. So it's just... It. They just don't want to be the liquidity event. But the good news right. is, is all of those uh, people who are in ARB are, are nuts. So if anything, <laughs> it's even more bullish for them. To, they're going to be buying more coins than what they just get airdropped instead of dumping them. So there'll be some nice yeah. exit liquidity. Even, also, a even also a dapper. There's a dapper one too. Oh wow! Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be worthless, but they're just coming. <laughs> 
even even like with OP, like they screwed theirs up badly, and it's still pumped. This pump had like the post airdrop pump, like probably like a week or two later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have held on to that one. They got cashed it out for five or six hundred bucks. I think it wasn't yeah, too bad. Was like, so. Was like nine. Um, nice. Uh, should we close it out? I got a I got a new segment. Love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Coming up with Maltano. I was going to do a banner, but I forgot. Um, we're going to call this one your. Let's see. What, what do they call it? Um, rugs and Ponzi's. Mm-hmm. So your favorite rug and or Ponzi. If you got more than one, let's let's do it. I've got a, I've got a couple. Who wants to go first? All right. Um, if nobody has any, I've got two ready to go here. Do it. So number one has to be Ether Rocks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's the that. ultimate top signal. Um, my number two is. Does anybody remember the eight eight eight? Like the inner circle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did they rug? Oh, they've had yeah. the rug. I think their floor is like point oh one at this point. I've got to check now just because I'm curious. But remember when they did like their Dutch auction that it was like 88.8 that dropped down to, I forget what it even was, but it, they ended up selling like 10 items. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Their floor right now is um, only 0.11. And at one point, I forget how high the floor was, but it was insane. <laughs> What's the actual name for the Ether Rocks? Is it Ether Space Rock? Um, I don't remember what it was. It's been a while since I've looked at it. Oh, okay. Here we go. I got it. Wow, the floor is still 333 ETH. Only one for sale, though. Yeah, I think um, there's only, what, 10 of them or 25 or something? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Some good Actually, times. I don't know if this is the right one because only f- two transactions. One was 100 ETH and the other was 289 ETH. Oh, no, that can't but, be the right one because there was an Ether Rock sold for like almost $3 million. Yeah. Yeah, Logan Paul bought one for like $2 million. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Who else has one? Oh, I got, I got a couple. Um, the, the text meta. The loots, the bloops, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. That was top tier pun. I actually shout out Beanie. I actually made a lot during that Ponzi, so shout out to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, loot was great. Oh man, Pico, great times. Mutant cats, anything with a coin. OMG, but those were those were peak stack toads, stack toads. Um, cool monkeys, cool yeah. monkeys. <laughs> Creature world a little bit towards the end. Um, I sold one way over value back in the day. Oh man, well, take take me back to twenty twenty one. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say. Uh, I was just gonna say like the, the kind of stole like those low effort ones with the coin. Like I was gonna say, remember Debt City? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> What was the other one? Full uh, lions and zebras is one, but uh, like whale game and wizard game and 
all those other ones. Wizard Game yeah. was a cook, though. Like, Wizard yeah. Game, like, ran hard. Uh, Me yeah. Mechaverse was a good one, too. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I had, uh... What did I have? I have the Looks Lab on my list. Oh, that's oh, nasty. Um, that was earlier this year, right? Uh, yeah, that wasn't very long ago. Wow. So, I lost so much on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so much potential profit. I mean, we could have got in. I mean, we could have. Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I didn't pay much. I think I, you know, got in fairly cheap. But the fact that the yeah. buds were up to like 0.5 and the pass was up to like 0.75, brutal. Yeah, I had uh, Frosties too. The Frosties was a good Damn, one. I think we all got Frosties. Too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Oh, uh, these uh, these running things I've just bought because I just got notified the artist freaking stolen. So there it was. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> well, you, so you, you at least called it. Uh, Every time. And that's another one, I guess, is like all those random like 2 a.m. mints that you're just like unsure if it's even going to reveal or not, you know, and half the time it doesn't. So. Fondness, I don't know if you remember, I think it was on show. Do you remember those clay pets? No, oh, yeah. yeah. I still have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got like, <laughs> of them. I got like 30 of them things, man. <laughs> yep. I got, uh, I think show number one, we did uh, Yuga Punks. That was, that was fun. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that was me and TJ both went went hard on those ones. Lost some money quick. Bought the absolute pico top. It was like before the small collections were cool. There was only three hundred thirty three of them, and I mean they just nuked to the center of the earth so quick. Yeah, there's a lot, man. I was actually looking it up earlier in it and just like googling, you know. Yeah. NFT rugs and, and Azuki comes up number one on every article I can find. It's just so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Because they obviously haven't rugged. It's so dumb. <laughs> so, anyway. I mean, my, one of my favorites, like, of all time has to have been when Pixelmon first revealed. Like, oh, I'll oh, never yeah. forget that day when I saw that art revealing. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, what is this? There was animals laying on their side. Like, <laughs> the plots were revealing with no creatures on them. It was just grass. Some, like, 16-year-olds in New Zealand sitting on 70 million. Yeah. You know, speaking of Pixelmon, they have some stuff dropping soon. Mm -hmm. um, it's called like oh. the Pixelmon trainers, like similar to Pokemon trainers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Does that go with because they kind of like tried to unrug a little bit? I guess I don't know what you even yeah, call it. They tried. Right, I, I don't know, man. Like, if there's any like inclination that they need more money, then it's a complete rug. But mm -hmm. if they're willing to exactly. like. You know, like do this stuff for free and just give people, you know, give uh, the holders NFTs. Then there's like a slight chance that they make it, you know, that they unrug successfully. A lot of the new art is sick for the new ones they released, and I really appreciate that they didn't change Kevin. Kevin's just still the yeah. same. Like that's the ultimate meme. Yeah. yeah. One. Um, it better more... be good though with all the money they have. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, one more rug to add, in, add on is uh, a couple months ago is the not Bansky, not people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Those are pretty supreme. Those are under one ETH. <laughs> or even higher than that. I can't even remember. And, and every Fulma. single one, people are like, well, what if this one is related to Bansky? <laughs> yeah. what, what if the fifth one? Yeah. I'd, like one to meet, I'd like to meet the dude that was running those. That was, mm -hmm. that was epic. Top tier. Top tier, sir. <laughs> 
I have one more that uh, I wasn't going to say because I don't want it to hurt people's feelings, but uh, you got to put cool pets on the list. Yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, those things were two to three ETH, and now they're point one. Yep. And yeah. dead. That came out earlier this year, too, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. What are cool cats at? I haven't looked in a while. Three, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say two or three. three. See, that's the thing is, like, how can, how can they essentially rug the cool pets and people still think cool cats is a is good to go i mean but they but they get mad about zagabon it's like who, who are these people right it makes no sense to me his right. name's his name's steve <coughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah it's just just silly man ah but anyway um let's see terrible tease Henri. i don't know who this dude is <laughs> I, i'm thinking it's gotta be t-row i don't know uh see that was your percent yeah I, this is coming this is like i mean we're just doing questions here. there's a couple of comments but just coming. uh says uh go, does Eth have a zero percent royalty problem or is it just soul so yeah it's definitely going to be coming Phonics, I know you're talking about um, Genie and um, ah, yeah, Uniswap, but but uh, I, I think I think with Uniswap this fall, I actually went back to look at that earlier. They're supposed to be releasing their um, their version of the NF- NFT marketplace. So I wonder. I don't think they're going to take major share from anything, but just more really good teams are trying to build in the space. Yeah. So for people who are unaware, Genie was bought by uniswap labs and they basically promised an airdrop of usdc which is interesting you know um but that was months ago and we haven't heard anything so i don't know wait guys we forgot the ultimate rug coinbase nft marketplace (laughs) we were so bullish on that Uh, i thought they were coming to save our bags You know what I had I had on my list too that I didn't talk about and I I'm gonna put pot uh pock pack on there. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, yeah. Pack. Yeah. That dude drained more ETH mm-hmm. from the marketplace than anybody and did nothing. nothing. Literally, yeah. So yeah. And he hasn't done anything in a while either. I don't remember the last project he did. But anyway. Probably Ash, which was six or eight months ago at this point. Yeah, he had that merge one where you had like circles and you bought more circles yeah. to make your circle bigger. <laughs> the best thing about that was just like every time people were like, but the mystery of it and it's so cool. You never know what's going to happen next. But then it's like, we know what's happening next. He's not going to talk shit about it at all. And he's going to move on to his next project. You know, it was like he would have like three different things going and then release another one. Totally yeah. different. You know what is like, uh, it remains to be seen, but I think it, we could put it on like the rug watch list. This looks rare. Mm-hmm. Their volume is ridiculous low, like not even hitting a million dollars a day usually. So, I don't know. You know, they really messed up with the uh, listing rewards. That was their downfall. Mm-hmm. Like, if they never did that, they probably, would, you know, the token would have held it. I don't know, a dollar maybe, who knows. But 
that was like the beginning of the downfall for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I actually like how Blur's doing it and letting people jump in and test everything. Because these other ones, like, they dropped, like, Looks and XDY2, they dropped their token, like, the day their website went live. Like, yeah. it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but we're getting to try Blur a little bit. We're getting to figure it out. I, I could have a shot. I mean, this whole model, I think we talked about this not last show, but a show before. Like, this whole, like, model where it's almost like the BNB token Binance model where you have a native token for the site or for the platform. And buying the token is almost investing in the platform. And then there's also benefits by using the platform and holding the token because you get discounts. You know, like, what if they did that with, say, like, OpenSea or any marketplace where if you're holding the token, you pay, like, 0.01% 0.01% royalties and 0.01% uh, fees. But if you don't hold the token, it's like 2.5% or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So it's just people to hold on to the token. Could be the Magic Eden way. Like that could, we could yeah. see that there, maybe first first to do it. I mean, we'll that was kind of the plan with X2Y2 and Looks Rare, but they just, the way they rolled it out, you know, they were giving too big of rewards in the beginning. So people were just like farming the shit out of it. And, you know, like you can't give everybody like these huge rewards, you know, from the start. It's better to have it like slow. You know, like if, if people can earn like a couple hundred dollars a day for listing some NFTs, that's not sustainable at all. You know, it's just going to crash and burn. Do you think there's something in the future for like a flip.xyz? Could be. You think? Solid I mean, they've got some sharp people behind it. Ledger, you know, he's a smart dude. That's the right yeah. one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either way, man, I'm ready for some airdrops so I can cash yeah. out and leave. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's, uh, let's call it there. I think we're good. Um, let's see. What's today? Monday? Yeah, Monday today. So we'll be back on uh, Friday, maybe Wednesday, if something cool happens with Spaces. But um, but if you haven't already, give us a like, give us a follow on uh, the stream here. Uh, subscribe to the DJ Network YouTube channel. Um, you get a ping, we go live. I don't know, five or six shows a week go live, seems like, somewhere in that area. And then uh, I don't know, would you get like notifications on the little shorts too? I, probably. I don't know. Not sure. I don't know how to do it, but um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at DGen Night Shift and uh, at DGen Network as well. Um, then give us uh, give us some ratings and reviews, Apple and Spotify. I'll uh, I'll check them out at some point. Um, and if you're watching, if you made it this far, I've got like at least like 25, 30 AI cyborgs if you if you retweet the post for this tweet with your ethereum address i'll drop you a cyborg for free so awesome they're gonna be worth so much (laughs) one thing to add um here i'm gonna pull up this can you pull this up real quick yeah um the degenesis token the floor is going up there's not going to be like it's at 0.35 now and, you know, like once these couple are sold, nobody's going to be undercutting, you know, like the people as these get distributed a little bit more, you know, uh, there's not going to be any left. 
I could definitely see this being like a one ETH or even higher uh, cost at some point. So if you see this video or if you saw any other videos on this channel and you, you know, you kind of like, you feel like you kind of align with some of the views on some of the shows, uh, whether it's us, the mint condition, alpha afternoons, whatever, uh, join the discord, you know, like lately there's been some active traders, like we're doing mints. Uh, you know what I mean? Like today people are on top of the moths mint, the, um, art pass or whatever. We didn't even talk about that. Um, but yeah, people are on top just a sharp group of people and, uh, yeah, get in while you still can for cheap. Absolutely. Love it. Sweet. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. We'll see you guys on Friday for sure. Um, and remember, if you're here, you're early. <laughs> <laughs>